This is Rhea. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Oh, you're not tiny? You're a superhero? That is so crazy because our story today is about a superhero. Talk about a coincidence. Also, I cannot believe I have an audience full of superheroes. Now I'm a little bit nervous. Can you guys see me right now? X-ray vision? Anyone? No? Okay, because I'm totally wearing normal clothes and not pajamas. I definitely don't wear pajamas in the middle of the day. Okay, glad we got that out of the way. Well, my guest today is Sweet Pea the Elephant. Sweet Pea, thank you for joining me today. Sweet Pea is four years old, just like the character in our story. At the moment, she is stuck in the doorway of my studio, but thankfully she's got her ears on this side of the doorway, so she should have no trouble hearing the story. She does look a tad uncomfortable, but I'm hoping this fun story will cheer her up until she can get herself unstuck. Sweet Pea, are you ready to hear the story? Oh, good! Are you guys at home ready to hear the story? Let me see some thumbs up. Nice. Our story today is called Elodie is a Superhero. Remember, there are no pictures to go along with the story, so you'll have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine it however you want. Okay, here we go. Melody is a four-year-old girl with a mess of brown curls framing her sweet face. She loves her dog and her older brother and her parents, of course. She likes when her grandpa hands her a shiny red apple from his pocket when he visits. Her big brother, Nate, calls her Elodie the Tiny Elephant because she likes to stomp around the house. There are some other special things about Elodie that you might not know if you just met her. When Elodie was in her mommy's tummy, she just couldn't wait to get out. So she was born a little bit early. She was a teeny tiny little newborn baby and she spent the first few weeks of her life in the hospital getting the care she needed to get strong. Elodie has spent a lot of time in the hospital and in doctor's offices. Her doctors all know that she has a big older brother, Nate, who takes his job as a big brother very seriously. And they know all about the little froggy doll she brings with her wherever she goes. Her doctors go out of their way to say, Why, hello, Frogolina. It's nice to see you, too. Sometimes they take Frogolina's temperature and press their stethoscopes to her little green chest. Elodie strokes Frogolina's head just the way her mom does for her at the doctor. Elodie has a scar on her chest from a surgery she had as a baby. She likes to run her tiny fingers over it as she falls asleep at night. The scar is a reminder to her parents of Elodie's bravery and courage. It's part of what makes Elodie unique. She's their little warrior 
She's the bravest person they know. Elodie has special medicines she has to take every day. They help her stay strong and healthy. Nate is sometimes a little jealous that Elodie takes so many medicines. He calls them her magic potions. Now that Elodie is four and a super big kid, she goes to preschool. At school, she gets to play with all different kids. Some kids at her school take medicines like she does. Some of them have inhalers that help them when they have trouble breathing. One of her best friends, Jojo, uses a cool-looking chair with wheels on it to get around. He is super fast in his chair. It always makes the other kids giggle to watch him. The teachers, Ms. Pumpernickel and Ms. Kardashian, sometimes even have to tell him to slow down. Some of the kids in Elodie's class don't take medicines or use chairs or braces on their legs or glasses to help them see. Elodie gets to play with everyone. School is super fun. When Elodie's dad picks her up from school at the end of the day, she runs through his legs and laughs as he pretends to have trouble finding her. Where'd you go, El? he says, looking around. Elodie runs circles around him until he snatches her up and turns her upside down, tickling her. Elodie's doctors used to sometimes tell her parents things like, Well, Elodie may not be able to do this or that when she's older. Elodie's parents would nod and give Elodie big hugs. Elodie didn't seem to care what anyone thought she could do. She has done a lot of things nobody thought she could do, and there are some things she still can't do. She forges her own path in life. She does things in her own special way. You see, Elodie is actually a superhero. Sometimes being super is just about being true to yourself and being the best you can be. Elodie definitely does that. But Elodie has also been through a lot for a four-year-old, and she's had to be strong her whole life. She's not always cheerful about it. Sometimes she is downright sad and frustrated. In those times, she gets lots of hugs as she cries. It is not easy being different. But when Elodie's feeling good, boy is she super. She even has a cape with the letter E emblazoned on the back. Her brother, Nate, has one too. His cape has an N. They like to gather up every pillow in the house and make a huge pile in the living room. Then they jump on and off the pillows so their capes flutter behind them. Their mom isn't a huge fan of this game, but she tolerates it. When Elodie and Nate wear their superhero capes when they're out with their mom, people always tell them how awesome they are. Love those capes, they exclaim. Elodie holds her head high and saunters around a little to show off how her cape twirls around her. Even without her cape, people are always interested in Elodie. Big kids like to make funny faces to hear her giggle. Elodie's giggle is contagious, so when Elodie giggles, everyone else giggles too. They can't help themselves. Sometimes older kids ask Elodie's mom questions about her, and Elodie's mom says that Elodie may look and act a little bit different than other kids, but she's the same inside. She plays and laughs and gets angry too, just like they do. Although, Elodie's mom adds, 
She is a superhero. Elodie has another superpower not visible to the eye. Her superpower isn't rare. Many others have it too. If you try, you may be able to have it too. Elodie can't read minds or lift up heavy things. She can't jump up high and she doesn't sprout wings. No, Elodie's superpower isn't anything you can see, but it's super. Oh yes, it's super. You see, there are all these times throughout the day. Spaces between things, breaks in the busy, like when you finish shopping and you're in line at the grocery store, or when you're in the car riding from one place to another, or when you're at the door all ready to go, but then your mom says she just has to do one more thing. Some people call this waiting a time for patience, and patience is definitely important. But to Elodie, these are moments of mystery. They are wedges of wonder. They are bridges to make-believe. They are islands of imagination amid a broad sea of scheduled activities. Elodie's superpower is that she can turn waiting time into adventure time. Don't believe me? Well, you're in luck. Elodie is about to embark on one of her adventures. Let's join her. Today, Elodie is accompanying her mom to the doctor. When they enter the waiting room, Elodie sees right away that this doctor's office is just for grown-ups. No toys, no puzzles. Just chairs and magazines and a rug that looks scratchy. Elodie's mom takes a seat, picks up a magazine, and starts reading. Elodie looks around. There are only a few other people waiting, so most of the chairs are empty. The receptionist tells Elodie's mom that the doctor is running behind. Elodie knows it's time to break out her superpower. She smiles to herself and adjusts her superhero cape. Elodie closes her eyes. Adventure time. When she opens them, she's no longer in the waiting room. Now she's hurtling through the galaxy in a rocket ship. Each empty chair has turned into a new planet, a new world to be explored. Elodie zooms to Saturn, bounds to Jupiter, leapfrogs to Neptune. Then darkness drapes over her rocket ship and all she can see is the nothingness at the outer edge of the Milky Way galaxy. But, oh, what is this? As she flies onward, a dim light grows to a wondrous glowing orb. As Elodie's rocket ship nears this behemoth rock, she knows in her gut this is something no one has ever seen before. Elodie has just discovered a new planet. She presses some buttons in her command center and gingerly lands her ship on the untouched terrain. She adjusts her helmet, smooths her puffy astronaut suit, makes sure her boots are snug. Elodie casts open the hatch and leaps out onto the sandy surface of this new world. The sky is purple and orange and dappled with crescents that she realizes are this new planet's many moons. Elodie unfurls her flag, which has a photo of her preschool class on it, and just as she plunges it into the grainy soil, 
she hears the space station calling her home. Earth to Elodie. Earth to Elodie. Elodie feels herself being pulled back into Earth's orbit. She blinks, and when her eyes open, she's back in the waiting room. Her feet feel so heavy on the ground. She looks up and sees that she has her arms raised in triumph. Elodie turns to see her mom, who is smiling and shaking her head a little bit. Made it back safely, I take it? she asks, holding out her hand. Adventure completed, Elodie whispers, and takes her mom's hand, and together they go see the doctor. Later that night, Elodie is in bed, getting sleepy. She's excited for her favorite adventure time of all, sleep. Her dreams always take her magical places. Elodie glances up through the skylight in her bedroom. It's a cloudless night, and she can see a few stars winking in the sky. Just as she's closing her eyes, she sees it. It's faint. It's so far away. But Elodie knows that the tiny, glimmering pinprick of light she sees is her planet. She can almost make out its swirling clouds of purple and orange. She can almost see her flag whipping in the wind of the planet's roiling atmosphere. Elodie closes her eyes. Her breath slows. And within minutes, her superpower awakens again. And adventure time begins. A few minutes later, Nate sneaks into Elodie's room. He was out late at soccer practice and didn't get to see his little sister before she went to bed. Nate leans down and kisses her cheek. Good night, Elodie, he says. Hope you have a fun adventure. Sweet Pea, back up a little bit. No, a little bit more. Keep going. Sweepy is still stuck in the doorway. Sweepy, this story is over, so I don't want you to keep trying to fit through there. It's not worth it. Oh, good. She just got herself out of the doorway. Okay, Sweepy, stay in that room. I'll come in after I'm done and we can have apples or something. Oh, and did you like the story? Oh, yay! I hope all of you enjoyed this story, too. If you'd like to have Elodie's superpower of turning waiting time into adventure time, it's totally not too late. The next time you have to wait, see if you can turn it on, just like Elodie. You may find you can escape into a totally different world. Later, you can draw pictures of all the cool things you saw there. You might even be able to write your own story, too. Special thanks today go out to the two inspirations for today's story. Bringing Up Betty is a podcast that features true tales of special needs parenting. The host, Sarah Evans, brings her audience fascinating interviews with parents of children who face a variety of challenges. It was on that podcast where I first heard of an organization called Tiny Superheroes. Tiny Superheroes produces super cool tiny capes for children. 
when you buy a cape, an additional cape is donated to a child overcoming illness or disability. I was so inspired after hearing about tiny superheroes that I just had to write a story about a tiny superhero of my own. You can visit bringingupbetty.com and tinysuperheroes.com to find out more. Special thanks today also go out to Malcolm the Manatee. Malcolm, I saw you swim by with your brothers, Spencer and Calvin, when I was in Florida last week, and watching you swim so beautifully made me feel inspired to write more stories, and also kind of made me want to take a nap. Aren't naps the best? If you haven't seen a manatee before, ask your big people to show you some pictures. They are super sweet animals, and they even give each other kisses. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. You can check out the website at littlestoriestinypeople.com. Take a moment to share the podcast with some friends who may also want to learn how to go on exciting adventures during those in-between moments each day. I'll be back in two weeks with a new story to share. 